You're listening to Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny. Nick is the CEO of Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny and the 2019 Greeley Chamber Ambassador of the Year. Nick's Snacks also touches on local and global issues through Nick's perspective, offering unique insights into the world's happenings. Prepare to learn something new in this thought-provoking and entertaining show. Bring it. Welcome to Nick Snacks. Try to process this bumper music. Yo. If there's anything that screams <laughs> Nick Kenny, that wasn't it. I, I love it. You're not a, a Will Smith hippity hop guy? No. Well, you should be. This is like one of two CDs that my roommate has. Wasn't so. his uh, latest hit a smack? Oh, my God. A Good smacking one. success. Good one. <laughs> love it. Yep. Welcome to Nick Snacks. My name's Nick Kenny. Co-hosted by Alyssa Sanchez, local hero, yes. self-proclaimed local hero. Somebody's got a cat lady. It. Yeah, that too. My my stray cat returned. I was worried in the cold, but it's been out for years, so I was. Oh, I, was, I thought you cooked that thing. There's haven't, a, haven't cooked it yet. I've uh, I live You're not West, that poor yet. Really. And uh, I've noticed twice recently um, cars on the side of the road, and this is still a pretty popping part of town you know a lot of traffic and and stoplights and noise and stuff but there's there's a little overpass on on a trail um cars just wrecked by by hitting deer oh oh deer oh ah. i mean this wasn't a joke but <laughs> no that was nice, meant to be a joke nice Alyssa. oh my you. gosh and there's just you're on an accidental roll it's a, good job yeah. guys well show's over oh gosh that sounds just, awful. So I warned the, the kiddos from the grit staying with me, like, hey, th- this is twice in a week I've seen just cars completely just crumpled in the front. And, I mean, you can yeah. seriously injure yourself, too. by uh, by, And it's not like you're going too fast, but. Yeah. You know, recently I was driving down 85. It was late. And thank God I was paying very close attention. There was a cow walking in the road like on the side of the road that i was driving on was a cow walking like the same direction that traffic was going and i just had no idea what to do so i called the police on a cow which was the right thing to do i think when you don't know what to do but i i, I feel that that was appropriate did the police have to come and move it i don't know they were i'm trying to make a joke but i don't have one they were just shocked there was uh, a few months ago, I'm sure I talked about this on, on, on the show, but um, I lived near some farms, and for the first time in this this giant farm next to my house, I'd seen, I don't know, there's probably 150 head of sheep. And I was leaving in the afternoon, and these sheep, there was no barrier or anything, are, are all on the road at the entrance to my to my neighborhood. So I did the same thing. I called the police. You know, and I don't know what the the. It didn't have time to look up what the desk number was to not be an emergency. So of course, dial nine one one. What's the emergency? Well, it's not really an emergency, but you have one hundred and fifty sheep now headed toward business ten. You know, a four lane, um, sixty five mile per hour road. And oh, uh, God. Anyway, you just oh. actually honk the horn once, and the sheep just scattered. So it was. Well, that's good at least. <laughs> but I, I, I'm surprised there aren't right, and I don't know if it was for them to like eat up some of the some of the clippings or trimmings of what they've been there or to, to you know, manure the, the farmland. Mm, but I was shocked that 
there, there, there's never a fence there. There's maybe just that thin wire oh. if they ever had cattle, but it's it's a cornfield. Um, and again, I in three years had never seen sheep there, but I, I figured there should have been a little bit more of a barrier for them to, yeah. you know, not wander onto streets. Hmm. Or at least a sheepdog. Or at least that. Maybe there was a sheepdog and it got distracted. <sighs> well, that would be a, a bad sheepdog, huh? I was wondering when the pun was going to come in. There it is, right at the end. <laughs> Didn't, <laughs> bad joke alert. Just a bad joke alert. You all know it's coming. Yep. Apologize immediately. Nope, never. <laughs> Go Broncos. So we're nearing the end of the year. Gosh, only a few weeks left until 2024. Yes. Oh, gosh. What's uh, 2023 in recap, Alyssa? What are three of your biggest highlights of, uh, of, of what's happened this oh, year? Oh, gosh. Well, you can't say Taylor Swift concerts one through three either. <laughs> okay, I won't say that. But you went to three of them. Sure did, sure did. Uh, and emotionally, I was at every one. Um, my three. You mean biggest... every other one? Because I hope you were at every one that you went to emotionally. Oh no, I, I meant emotionally. I was at every single concert she did. Mm-hmm. In my heart, I was with her in her heart too. <laughs> um, I hope she retires. Well, Micah, you just do you. 2023 in recap. Well, I this year was my first year post graduation of college, so I started my new job with the Greeley Phil, which was huge. So that was a, I think I technically started that in December of last year, but it really got kicking this year. So that's a big one for me. Just kind of figuring out what it means to do what I want to do for a job and how to make money doing that. So that's been fun. Um, I did go through a lot of personal change, heartbreak. That was a big one for this year. But then so much growth from that, which was really awesome. Um, And my cat, Sweet Sophie, that showed up. She has, this is her first Christmas, her first New Year's, and she's so cute. And yeah, those were my big three. Heartbreak, new job, cat. <laughs> hey, I think that could be a theme for many people's lives yes. of, uh, of any given year. You'll have a new job and have some heartbreak and hopefully a new cat. I hope I just keep getting So far, I've had a cat every year for two <laughs> years now. So I can just keep that rolling. Yeah. Rosie will kill me, but I'm in. Well, you're at a good, a good rate of return right now. I agree. I agree. What about you? What are your top three highlights of 2023? Oh, it's been a doozy of a year. It has. Started a new career. Yes. Went to Japan. Oh, yeah. That yes. was certainly a highlight. Oh gosh, that was just that was just this year. Um, yeah, the last hour was a pretty good highlight. I uh, wasn't a part of that last oh. hour. Well, um, <laughs> so not for you. You weren't on the nerd show. Oh, that's right. Sorry, forget when we record and film. Gosh. Yeah, we're recording film. What else? <laughs> Pan new career. Oh, I, the grit. That's been a, a big highlight. Yeah. Yes. You've done a lot I'm for your community. To, I, 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 that's a, that's a, yeah, chronic thing, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, the grit, being the, the, the now the voice, and I don't want to say the face of the grit. That's Moo right. the mascot. But uh, yeah, every you're home a big game. champion for that too. Like you brought it to so many people's awareness. Like it would never have been in my bubble had I not known you, but now it is a part of life. <laughs> and I, I know. And it, it's part of my life. I've got yes. two of the kids at home. Exactly. It was a world when they uh, traded a kiddo, one of my favorites to announce, Romulus Riego de Dios. I uh, got traded to Alaska and we're losing our, our top goalies, going to Boston University, which he's already signed to. And I think they needed goalies. Um, wow. That's just, boy, I can't imagine. These, so I was picking up one of the kids uh, at the airport the other day. And he was telling me, you know, so-and-so got traded, so-and-so's leaving. I go, gosh, you guys are pretty pretty strapped right now. I mean, they, they're this, this league is 
a trading league. Mm -hmm. Uh, These kids are 16 to 20 years old, and you could be in Colorado one day and three days later in Alaska, then who who knows where. Mm. But you have to build some resiliency resiliency there, and I have to feel badly for the kids. But um, right after we were talking about that, the billet uh, coordinator was calling me, and you know, you're in my car, so it pops up on the screen. And usually when they call, it's to tell you one of your kids is getting traded. And uh, Luckily, she was just checking on them to make sure everyone got back from the the break, the week-long break that they had. I was just like, oh, gosh, do I answer? Do I not answer? Jack's in the car. Um, But everything turned out to be okay. So, uh, yeah, it's been a a year. I mean, it was fast. It was fast. What was your – you always do a word of the year. What was – do you remember your word of this year? No, I don't. I just go back to listen. I know. Of what it was. What do you feel like the word was now and kind of in retrospect? You know, I uh, I don't know if I can pick just one. Broncos. Wow. That's Micah's word every year. As far, I don't know, uh, resiliency. Ooh, I love that. I think that's an awesome word for this year, resiliency. Yes. Because it wasn't bad. It was just, it was a lot, as mm-hmm. you know, with a lot of change, whether that's positive or negative, usually after any kind of monumental life change, it's going to be difficult and challenging in an uphill battle. But um, usually people are, are for the better afterwards for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was, uh, that was, this was one of the hardest years I've ever had as an adult. Not necessarily in a bad way either, because again, the pastures are nice and green and shiny, still a lot of hard work, but yet to, to yeah. upend your life and to tackle a whole whole new career and mm-hmm. not get discouraged or beaten down or questioning did I do the right thing mm-hmm. yeah resiliency resiliency I love that I think my word would be similar but I I think my word this year would be rebirth I am getting comfortable with the fact that I love to just like kind of reinvent myself as like a phoenix yeah would that like, be a tattoo idea for for Alyssa Oh, Not necessarily you're burning yourself to ashes all the time, but... Though I do kind of... I mean, yeah, I do think... And we'll talk more about this when we get to astrology, because that's a big theme of this week, too. But I do think I I do kind of burn myself to the ground, you know, to the bones, and then see what rebuilds and what is consistent. And, you know, the things that you put a lot of work into stay, even when you go through these major changes, like, you know, the relationships you've fostered and really fed and you know it becomes second nature and the passions you have and yeah just a lot of change this was yeah a big year for me too a lot of change i'm very different than when it started and somehow also very much the same i came back around that's uh kind of could be comforting as far as as what is that song the more things change the more they they they, they stay the same yes Yes. Because you do go, I think it's like a rubber band. You'll get stretched, you'll get mm-hmm. pulled, you'll get uh, snapped mm-hmm. sometimes. But at um, the end of the day, it's very stretchy and elastic. And mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't snap in half right. or shred with or get really nice. old. You can tie it back together. Anybody who has long hair Oh, gosh, hair yeah. I used to that. do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah that you're, you've you got that core structure that's still there and, mm-hmm. you know. Elasticity. Yes. Bendy. Hopefully it stays for long time <laughs> i think you have to be elastic i mean when when you're not that's when they're old and brittle and they snap and they're they're useless and you don't want that i'm never getting old <laughs> me either yep. stay tuned for more next snacks we'll be right back after this break
back to Nick Snacks with Alyssa on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA here in the Aloe Fiber Studios. As we are heading into the last probably couple shows of, of the year. Mm. Yeah, it's coming up quickly. It is coming up fast. This past, I don't know, the second half of the whole year went fast. It feels like the second half went so quickly. And this past week was crazy. There was just so much going on and town in general there is which is awesome you know susan and i were looking at trying to find an opportunity to go ride one of the the christmas trains in georgetown or whatever but looking at the calendars or schedules it's just chaotic the Mm -hmm. the only thing i'm really doing myself for myself for the rest of the year is i'm going to take a day to go out to the mountains and work on my 2024 business plan and just really eliminate distractions and and focus as much as I can and have really clear and defined measurables so I can I want to I don't know what I want of 2024 yet I'm not even close to recognizing and acknowledging it's there because we still have 20 some days left there's a lot that can happen and it's true toward the end of the year but as far as like it's a busy time in the finance world as mm-hmm. people are getting their their minimum distributions taken out so the government doesn't doesn't take advantage of them and tax them and penalize them is uh, tax harvesting to be done to try to eliminate Jeez. some tax stress there's just yeah it's a crazy time yeah and i've been I'm, i've been impressed i worried you know in the in the finance career people would just want to no let's wait until january let's wait until the new year and uh, i'm a big proponent of trying not to delay mm-hmm. um, making it a priority because the moment you stop making something a priority or, or falls off your radar or your to-do list um, it's so much harder to put that to, that back on in the forefront of your mind and mm-hmm. um, yeah that's why I think it's so hard and I don't really believe in resolutions um, New Year's resolutions for that reason let's say you know the most common go to the gym mm-hmm. or stop drinking or whatever you know that one day you wake up and you have a cold or a flu you're like you know what I'm I'm not going to go today I just don't feel well mm-hmm. and then that's justification for well I didn't go Tuesday so I guess I don't have to go today and mm-hmm. then you're like well I didn't go four out of the seven times so I guess I guess I don't have to go to the gym anymore mm. there's it's true what Charles Springfield talks you know you're not Try not to make resolutions where you're going to kind of take a 180 or add something to your life. It really starts with building a habit and making that mm-hmm. habit part of your routine to where that routines are are consistent mm. every day. You know, for me, I like making my bed. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. It's obnoxious, but it's something simple and easy to do. And it just makes the room, no matter what else is happening, if there's a pile of laundry, clean or otherwise, on the floor or um, I don't know, a hanger here, you know, but the, the bed made, it's like, yes. hey, and that's where you spend a third of your day. And if it's not made and kind of disheveled, then, you know, trust me, I live that way my most of my life. It's, right. <laughs> it's a habit I, you have, I had to conscientiously make an effort for right. every day to, nope, make your bed. It takes less than a minute. Mm-hmm. And after, what, 21 days of doing it, it becomes routine and you really don't think about it. Mm-hmm. And then you you don't do it and you're like, okay, I feel uneasy. I don't like it. I don't like it. I have to yep. do this. Well, and it's the place you go back to as well. It's like you at the end of the day deserves all the luxuries because you've lived through the, all of it. So I get that. I am a similar, but in a way where I've, this year especially, but kind of for the past couple of years, I'm just trying to figure out how to make like work myself 
into that. So I'm not somebody who is going to make the bed in the morning. So I figured out a way to like I the what I sleep with is really easy for me to just kind of push to the bottom of the bed. I sleep with an electric blanket. My bed looks nice. It still looks good. Like I have cute pillows, but it's I don't have to worry when I wake up that oh I have to you know it's not a large task, but I spend a long time getting ready. So it's like. It's an extra thing. Just figuring out how to work with myself and give myself grace and oh. still be a functioning human. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I it's wanna, hard. I, wanna, I want to make an effort to be home a little bit more next year and making mm. more home-cooked meals. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's, that's the best. Cooking is awesome. Just – it's something to – I mean, I get bored easily at home. I, I don't do well as a homebody. Mm. Um, but every now and again when I do that, it's so enjoyable to, mm-hmm. oh, wow, I had I had three hours tonight after I got home from work to do nothing mm-hmm. instead of, oh, I'm home. Let me get some stuff ready for tomorrow. Let me brush my teeth and start mm-hmm. the bedtime routine or, you know. Yeah, I agree. That was a huge thing for me this year, too. I was really similar where I was never, ever home. Like I would do anything I could to be gone all day last in 2022, I guess. Um, and this year I really wanted to focus on being home more. And I, it's crazy the things that came from it. For me, it was a lot of creativity. Like I had so much time to focus on like the creative things I wanted to do in my home and like random little art projects that started off being kind of like you know, you feel like a kid doing an art project, but then I was able to creatively tackle different, you know, different projects, different aspects of life. And yeah, it's hard being home though, because it, it does get boring, but. There is an art project I would love to have, would have tackled the other day. So I was at a, as a, at a holiday party, 477 Distillings, and I'm grateful to be a part of that community and the staff and the culture that had been built there. And it's just it, it, very humbling and, and awesome to be a part of that family while I'm not an employee there. You mm-hmm. know, I host trivias, but I'm not a bartender. I'm not a uh, creator of, of their fine distilled spirits. Um, but we did a white elephant Christmas exchange, and I never really liked white elephant exchanges. I thought they were kind of chaotic, and you have that one crappy gift, and no one wants to take it. It's like, oh, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it, you kind of get your feelings hurt, you know? Um, but they did something. This is two years now that's very different where uh, it's a dice game. Oh. And everyone's standing around a table, and you know, if you roll a one, you pass it one to the left. If you roll a two, you pass it two to the left. If you roll a three, then you reverse the direction that it's supposed to be handed. If you roll a four, um, you vote on two of the best or worst gifts um, for the four and five. So if you roll that, you automatically get that gift. And then six is pick whatever you want. Interesting. So it really spices things up, and it's really random. But you know, it was incredibly entertaining from the wide variety of gifts that were there. From mm-hmm. um, you know uh, uh, what, what I ended up getting because I was the last one. I got a six, so I got to pick whatever I wanted. It's these inflatable. I don't know. Uh, just built for two people to beat the crap out of each other. Nice. You would Um, pick that, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) And, uh, you know, there's some other things. There were some records. There was, uh, you know, a fair share of inappropriate gifts from, you know, just what you get in a white elephant. But, oh, it was so much fun. I encourage you, if you do that, um, to set up a table. Everyone stands around it. You all open up the presents and show what you have. But then it's that timed five minutes, eight minutes, whatever you want to uh, to roll the dice, get around the table a couple of times and... um, it, it it makes for a very entertaining. Wow, I've never heard of that. That sounds so fun. That's awesome. That's a cool way to do that. 
gift exchange is a little different. The segue into that though was oh, uh, yes. was a craft, and somebody had provided a, a you know those. Uh, you know, I haven't colored a coloring book. Last time I colored was in 2015 when I bought my last car. Oh, stressful, you know. Just yeah. a little, but coloring, um, yeah. you know, there are like uh, uh, adult coloring books with like cuss words mm-hmm. and whatever. This one was the People of Walmart coloring books. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So if you've ever seen those um, videos awesome. or memes, and this is again, really no offense to anyone who shops at Walmart, but mm-hmm. um, there is that. Uh, it's called Broncos Mart. Here's, here's, Broncos. It was entertaining. Oh, yes, but you didn't pick it. I didn't. I wanted the ones where I could, you know. Punch someone. Yeah. Without, with little casualty. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like. Um, like inflatable mitts, right? No, not the mitts. It's it, if you just uh, take a Q-tip and magnify it. Oh, um, yeah. So both sides, you know, are, are I don't know, um, about the size of a small bucket. Inflatable, Ooh. but then you stand on another device that's inflatable too. So you're just trying to knock the person off of that little. Uh, oh, that's so little... fun! We'll have to try that. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm I am very excited to. That's awesome. Shenanigans. That's I can't believe holiday festivities. I mean, I can believe they're already beginning, but because we just had a huge one, we had poinsettia pops for the orchestra, and that was huge. But it's coming. Christmas is on its way. Everything <laughs> is busy till the end. It is. is. Oi. Stay tuned for more Next Snacks. We'll get into some astrology, maybe some holiday traditions that we do. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever else pops into mind. We'll be right back after this break. Next Snacks on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Yay. Yay. Yay, we're back. It does feel good to be back. It does. So I'm at a, I, I went, um, I had my first event as a financial advisor the other day. We had a, a um, I don't want to call it a parade. They call it a static parade, but it was a festival where folks got to put up, I don't know, displays. Vehicles, trucks, whatever, lights. Um, it was a very cold day, very cold day. But mm. um, last week, I uh, God, I can't believe I'm going to complain about this, but Greeley traffic. I uh, left work at about 4.45. I said, okay, I'm going to hit up Michael's because I had to get some gift baskets for, for Susan to put together because I don't have – I have ideas, but I am the most mm. basic – you know, you wouldn't want me to, to – You don't have the aesthetic eye. I, I don't. Yeah. Nope. It's okay. <laughs> Not even close. And uh, then I was going to go to Target and Kohl's to return something for Amazon. By the way, here's a quiz. Okay, I'm ready. I asked uh, Kohl's and Greeley the other day how many packages they receive to return from Amazon per day. Can you guess how many per day packages they get to return to I would, Amazon? I would believe it's a small number, but it's probably not. Maybe like 20, 5. Want to try one more time? 50. 2,500. <gasps> a day? A day. Oh, my Just at God. the Kohl's location in Greeley. Okay, that's people are buying too much stuff. That's insane. Or maybe not returning too much stuff. Keep your stuff. Um, I don't know. I, at first, I thought it was, you know, a couple hundred. Yeah. Not 2,500. Oh, my gosh. Anyhow, that's just, what do you have to order? What's the return rate? Yeah. 
20,000 packages delivered? Oh. Is that 10% in, in Greeley and, and Evans? And oh, not including dang. the UPS drop-offs or... Um, yeah. That is just insane. Amazon is crazy. Amazon is crazy. It's crazy convenient, but... It is crazy convenient. Yeah. But it is. Especially around the holidays, I'm sure. So anyway, I was going to Michael's. I sat through three different stoplights because uh, people kept pulling out trying to get their way, but traffic is stalled, and then they're blocking the intersection, so then the opposite directions can't go, and then tempers started flaring, and I decided after going to Michael's that I was going to call it quits and just go the next morning when not as many people are on the road, and it was just aggravating the entitlement the nonsense the well also congestion and traffic mm-hmm. flows because it was it was getting close to rush hour but mm-hmm. that is uh. the that is the thing that keeps me in this there are so many things that keep me in Greeley but the lack of traffic coming from Denver oh my gosh it's crazy it's awesome I'm For sorry now. you well you know what I'm gonna milk it while I can that's fair. I I did not experience this my whole life <laughs> and my whole ability <laughs> to drive. So now I'm like, yeah. Now I take it for granted because sitting, you know, and let's say you're turning left and you're sitting through one light is already obnoxious enough. Mm-hmm. And just I plan my days accordingly. I yeah. try not to go out during those times, especially to run errands. I'm a person who likes to get up at like six o'clock on a Sunday to go grocery shopping so I don't have to deal with people. That's six o'clock in the morning? I'm usually up by then anyway. I, know, I was going to say. The world exists at that time? It, it does, does, and it's quiet God. and peaceful, and Often the shelves dark. aren't really stocked, but sometimes they are. <laughs> you know what's quiet and peaceful? 3 a.m. at night. Ugh, it's scary, too. Notice how he said 3 a.m. at night, because yeah. I like to go to bed at 3 or 4 a.m., and to me, it's still today, even though technically it's tomorrow. That's fair. Yeah. I can understand that mindset of it's not a new day till you till you sleep. Yeah. yeah. Of course, I'm, in, I'm an insomniac, so I can't sleep anyway. Well, then the new day comes when... When it comes. When it comes. So, all right. Well, that was just my little vent and rant um, as Alyssa's feverishly texting on her phone. I, well, my, my stray cat just showed up and my roommate said she's hurt. So I'm like, what does that mean? Your roommate says Her she's hurt, hurt as in your roommate the or cat. the cat. Oh, I know. Oh, no good. We'll see what happens with that. Perhaps time to drop her off at the Humane Society. Perhaps. I've done that with so many cats at this wait, point. Wait, so. Drop her off at the Humane Society as in euthanizer? No, 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 no. I don't think that they euthanize the cats there. At least the people I've talked to have always been. They'll do as much as they can. And if that's the most humane thing for an animal, then it is. But... I don't, not just for the sake of it. That leaves us to this holiday season, adopt and don't shop. Oh, gosh, yes. Everyone, yes. Uh, not everyone, but uh, the, the the amount of pets being gifted during this season, especially puppies, is through the roof. Um, it's about 10% increase over other other months of gifting animals or, or taking an animal. So and make sure just, they are spayed and or neutered for the love of God. I don't think that's an option anymore once you're, at, once you're mm-hmm. adopting. Once you're shopping, yeah, I think you have to do that. But uh, Yeah, but there are still like colonies of, of like cats out there that just hordes of cats that keep mating because they haven't been spayed or neutered. That's true. That's very true out there in the wild. But... Please adopt. There are so many cute ones to just give a new yes. home to. Yes, there are. They're awesome. And find some on the street if you can. Just kidding. I don't recommend that. It's rather pricey with the health issues they have. But That's fair. Yeah. Make sure you take them in. And a lot of times when you adopt, you get a complimentary vet visit too. So That's true. And um, 
we're lucky with the Humane Society we have here. I've had a couple people that have done this. If you find a stray animal, you can take them to the Humane Society, say you want to adopt them, and not have to foot the bill of their initial, you know, whatever they need. And then you still get to adopt the animal, but the Humane Society does all of the, you know, initial things that the animal needs. There's something I'm looking at. I'm a part of a networking group and um, there is such thing as pet insurance. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew that existed and I think I might have had it years past, but it was one of those standard things you get from PetSmart and wasn't well explained and you didn't know what you got. And then once you had an issue with your cat or your pet, it's like, oh yeah, by the way, none of this is covered by this plan that you've been paying into. Right. So I have uh, somebody I network with, and and she was promoting pet insurance last week. So I just got my quote, and you know, just to cover basic wellness checks and any emergencies because they're not outdoor animals. Um, think I'd be covered pretty well, but it it does help prevent some of those, you know, once you know, once a hopefully once in a lifetime events where like uh, a dog eats chocolate or a grape, something like that. Neither, you know, neither are good for dogs. Her example was, uh, you know, the the dog during the 4th of July, mm. um, you know, they get so stressed that it had eaten something it shouldn't have. It was, stre- it was somewhere it shouldn't have been and had a $1,500 surgery to remove it from its stomach or something like that. But because of the pet insurance, didn't have to. I mean, you have to pay those costs up front. But mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, uh, I won't say most times because I don't know for sure, but you'll be reimbursed for that. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm looking at uh, looking at getting that just so... You know, when I see so many people working towards an emergency fund, emergency cash, and then life happens. There goes their water heater. There goes their car. There goes their furnace. There goes, you know, their pet getting sick and, and, you know, them having to foot the bill. And Mm -hmm. um, it's hard for people to get a leg up. So anyway, uh, you kind of have an opportunity. I would would consider that. Yes. I, we, Rosie and I both have, me and my roommate, we both have pet insurance and it's not very expensive. And it, it is, it is very helpful, especially just pets get sick it just happens yeah just like kiddos yeah and well all of us really knock on wood i know i haven't gotten sick really ain't nobody got time for that nope do you think serial killers have pet insurance because they well pet life insurance because they start off killing the animals before moving to humans this isn't like they they kill the animal that's not that kind of not not life insurance oh okay i was gonna say kill the animal oh no my cat died and then you get the the money, and then you move on to humans. Yeah, even with human life insurance, there are autopsies and stuff done because people are not. Yeah, yeah, you you can't commit suicide and cash in. That, that, have your family cash in. That's true. That, yep, that's that's true, Micah. <laughs> like how I took it into a dark place. Yes. Not really. This is a holiday show. <laughs> not really a holiday show. But it's the holiday season. It is, and that's why I took it to a dark place to ruin it. Thank you, Micah. Uh, the time of year, uh, it's so busy because, I mean, almost every day, every weekend is packed with holiday events, with parties, with, I don't even know how people time, find time to bake or anything. I know, and it's the best time to do it, too. Uh, it can't be. It's just so dang busy. Mm-hmm. But before we come back, or when we come back, we'll talk uh, an upcoming show this weekend, The Nutcracker, and um, some astrology stuff, and then we'll see where, where else we go. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Nick Snacks.
Welcome back to Nick Snacks here with Alyssa Sanchez as we're just gabbing like we do. This upcoming weekend as it's the holiday season with holiday shows, recitals, uh, just music events to go to. Uh, the Nutcracker is probably one of the most widely produced shows, I would say, without any kind of statistical background on oh, this yes. ever. At least the, even just the music of it is in pretty much every Christmas anything that I like ever. I've learned a lot about the Nutcracker. Um, the Sugar Plum Fairy is the villain. <gasps> At least in the original uh, sketches from Tchaikovsky, the Sugar Plum Fairy was turning all of the other leaders of the realms against one another, including the most entertaining and I think I would be so bold as to say revered mm-hmm. cast member in The Nutcracker, which is, of course, Mother Ginger. Oh, well, of course you would say that. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Has this anything to do with your casting? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, of course. No, of course not. Your I mother mean, ginger. I I have been cast as Mother Ginger in this year's The Nutcracker. Are you wearing a dress? Uh, I don't know if you'd call it a dress. I am wearing a uh, hoop skirt that's about twelve feet in diameter, maybe more. And I'm on stilts. I'm about eight plus feet tall. When all said and done, it's a it's a it's a role that is. Um, Always usually offered to uh, loosely local celebrity men who want to make a fool of themselves. Love it. Yeah. And that's you. Yeah. I, I, Every Wednesday night. On Nick Snacks. <laughs> and then when I'm hosting trivia or other times too. And now the Nutcracker. Yes. Love it. I, I, I did not know what I was getting into, but Friday and Saturday, 7.30 p.m. at the Civic Center and Sunday at 2 p.m., uh, I feel pretty good on the stilts now. Good. And uh, the, the the kiddos, the clowns, um, because Mother Ginger was actually over? a porcelain machine oh. that was uh, brought to life and then um, framed by oh. the Sugar Plum Fairy uh, as as an evil character. But oh the um, yeah, I've, I've redeemed myself. Oh, good. I'm sorry. Mother Ginger has redeemed herself. <laughs> good, good. It was. Uh, That's I exciting. don't understand. There aren't any words in that, are there? Uh, no, there are no words in any ballet. Yeah, uh, all I see is interpretive dancing, and I don't understand dancing. It's just like people twirling and stuff. I don't so either. I, don't... I struggle with it, but also watching uh, some of these performers are incredible. The fluidity of their movements and just the the poise and the the delicacy with, with everything they're doing from top to bottom with their smile, their hands, their fingertips, their toes is – it's And they can really pretty point. fascinating. Mm. But it is. It dances. Dance is awesome. Dance is hard. It is. It is. I come from a music background, but dance does not come naturally or easy to me because in music, you know, it's very structured when you have a conductor and a baton, you know, and that's different from orchestras and bands to even choirs. Um, But when it comes to dance, everything's five, six, seven, eight. And, you know, there's not really any triplets when it comes to dance Mm -hmm. or, you know, Pick up. It, it was it was a very difficult thing for me to do dancing with the stars for that reason, and oh, same with uh, with this. Fair. It just doesn't seem to line up the way my brain had been raised and, and ed- educated mm. on with music. That's fair. Yeah, that's. I feel like I've I've my experience with dancing is predominantly going to live shows, and that's a very different setting because nobody cares what you do. So it's super fun. Oh, super fun, but. To be danced and watched, I cannot imagine. 
That well, is stressful. Kudos to anybody who does it. That's awesome. You'll, you'll see it Sunday, I think. I so. can't wait. <laughs> I wouldn't call it dancing. All right, Alyssa, what's going on in the sky? Well, this is a very a week that kind of encapsulates what's happened this whole year. It's a very Venus-heavy week. It's been a Venus-heavy year. Uh, so it's, yeah, this on today, Tuesday, when we recorded this, uh, Venus entered Scorpio. So that is kind of a tough placement for Venus to be in. Venus rules, you know, pleasure, art, beauty, entertainment, you know, like indulgence in general. Just like I feel like Venus kind of just rules a lot of the joyful aspects of life. And Scorpio is a tough placement for Venus. Scorpio is a very emotional and deep sign. So when Venus is in Scorpio, you kind of approach everything that you experience joy or pleasure from kind of in a backwards way. So you're you're taking everything and looking at it from a different angle, which for a lot of signs is a really good thing, you know. It's always interesting to look at something a little differently, approach it differently and you get a different outcome. So, you know, it's great for art, it's great for creation, it's great for taking new approaches. But for some signs and I'm one of these signs, for signs that have a really open Venus placement uh, or our Venus sign. So I'm a Taurus, which is ruled by Venus. This is a time where, you know, it can get a little confusing. Scorpio is like the iceberg sign. So there's so much that you don't see. Scorpio keeps everything really concealed. It's very deep, really emotional. So for people that are kind of used to always knowing what's going on with themselves, it's a it's a tough tough time but it's it's good for other people so some signs are doing great it just depends on where scorpio falls in your chart or what your venus sign is and then you know this is a good time to look at if you're into house placements at all um that's a deeper aspect of astrology yeah exactly where your hogwarts house is uh if you're into house placements at all it's a good time to look at that scorpio is a very dominating sign so my 12th house is in scorpio which is the sign it's the house Wait, i thought you rules. were a car and not a a little thing oh, with a my tail God. That i'm multi-dimensional i'm everything <laughs> um, so my 12th house rules reinvention and like endings and new beginnings and that being in scorpio scorpio is the sign that loves to reinvent so i really lean heavily into that to the point this week where it is distracting like i have things to do and i keep being like oh what if i redecorated my room what if i changed my hair like just stuff that is stupid because <laughs> i'm a venus sign also so beauty is a huge part of that to points that are very distracting and i keep having to refocus myself and then later in the week neptune which is the planet that rules dreams and you know like just your wildest fantasies like your aspirations to like a kind of crazy degree stations direct so it comes out of retrograde and kind of all of our dreams and hopes and ambitions start to come a lot more to the forefront it's going to be an interesting week for practical thought um, for a lot of people, it's going to be lost in daydreams, lost in self spirals, which will be hard. And for some people, that's great. For some people, it's not. So we'll see. So it's not. A, is it an ideal time to business plan 2024 or take a pause and wait for a week? It depends on your sign and your placement. So for a lot of people, like Neptune being direct and this Scorpio Venus, it's a great time to look at things because you're going to get a different perspective. If you've been in a rut, this is a really good time to try to tap into you know, the things that you feel like you haven't quite had a, 
a chance to have a good grasp on. But if you have felt like you've kind of been in a good flow of things, this is a time where you might. It, it, it's still worth exploring, but you know, explore it again in January. You know, see if it applies. <laughs> and then next week we have Mercury retrograde again. So. Yeah, just all in all. Didn't we have a lot of things we blamed Mercury, Mercury's retrograde on this past year? You can blame a lot on it because Mercury rules communication. So uh, yeah. I blame the temperatures on Mercury. Well, yeah, whatever you want to blame it on, Micah, is totally fair. So it's it's going to be a fun end to the year, I think. Uh, Mercury will stay retrograde until the new year. So I guess that's one heck of a way to yeah. uh, to. to I guess we're just now in the holiday season, but also wrap up the holiday season. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that'll be fun. So just keep keep your eyes open. to And your hearts and minds. Yes. Scorpio is tough. I am actually excited more so this year than I have been in, in past years. I'm, I'm really excited to go home and uh, see my nephews and see the family. It won't be a long trip like it normally is, but uh, I'm excited for... Just the holidays. I don't. I don't get home much, so it seems yes. to be the only time this year. I got spoiled last year, being home three times in three months. And um, I say home as in Indiana, my, right. my birth home, mm-hmm. Greeley, Greeley's home. Yes. Um, but I'm excited for a little little pause and yes. to to hit everything running. Yes, it's a good time to just stay open to whatever happens. <laughs> we shall. <laughs> Well, tune in next week to a new Nick Snacks. We'll find a different recording time so we can make sure Alyssa's there. But, uh, folks, have a great week. And And that's our cutoff.